the vibes. Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. As always, if you haven't got your copy of NBA 2K23, hit the link in our description. You can join the Discord there as well. Uh, the 2K23, BJ, it came in clutch because I've been doing mm. a little bit of traveling. You know, I've been out and about. I hopped on a plane to Abu Dhabi. But while I was on the plane, I took my Nintendo Switch. Took my Nintendo Switch with me. A little handheld okay. games console. Oh, wow. And oh, well, was, how can I get one of those? How can I get one of those? BJ, I'm going to send you one of these right now because uh, mine's just run out of battery because I've been playing on it so much. It's got okay. NBA 2K23 on the Nintendo Switch. So you can play 2K okay. wherever you go, whenever you want, right there. So I was on the plane playing a bit of 2K. My boys were on the plane with me. They were playing a little bit of 2K. But I went to Abu Dhabi for the NBA's preseason games between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. We're going to talk about that in a minute because BJ was also away. And BJ is going to tell you where he went. But before that, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone for showing so much love on yesterday's episode of the podcast. We got flooded with tweets from all of you guys yes. saying how much you enjoyed the episode. And I just want to say thank you very much for tuning in, for showing support, for sharing it with your friends, for leaving reviews. Shout out to each and every one of you. It's mad love and we couldn't do this without your support. So I just want to say a huge thank you to you guys first and foremost, and I'm sure BJ says the same, but BJ, thank you. thank you. You've been doing something exciting. You've been seeing something exciting. Tell the people where you went last week. I went to go see the big fella, the biggest, the, the biggest of the big fella, Victor. I don't want to, I don't want to chop. Wimbanyama. Wimbanyama. Mm, now, I've been and telling BJ about this to kid. see him in Vegas. I've been yes, telling BJ have. about this kid since maybe the first time we ever met many years ago. And he would always ask me, Mo, are you sure? Is he the real deal? And I said, you know what? He's coming to America. You can see for yourself. So BJ hopped on the jet as only Mr. Armstrong does, landed in Vegas. And you got, I want to say front row seats, but we know that you don't like to be on the very front row because you don't want to be in all the cameras. But BJ had pretty good seats to see Mr. Wembanyama in action against the other number one, number two prospects in the draft class for this upcoming draft, Mr. Scoot Henderson. So let's start yes. with Victor, BJ. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you the question you asked me. Is Victor Wembanyama the real deal? He exceeded well beyond my furthest expectations of how good he really was, Jeez. how good he really is. Hmm. This young man, if you were constructing the ultimate player in yep. today's game with the rules, he's it. I mean, and, and I'm not just talking about the physical qualities. This young man has poise, the way he plays. He's, you can't speed him up. He understands the game. He, I mean, he's like a 10-year a, a vet, NBA vet. It's crazy. I was so impressed with him and how he plays and his approach to the game. I, I was, you know, but I very rarely you walk away from a game and you say, wow. Well, he, he was, wow. Like, wow. I, I had to watch him play two games just to make sure that – he was that good. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, he is 
when you say who's next, well, there's Victor and then there's everyone else. Wow. This young man is he's that good. He's so, really that good. I'm gonna put you on a hot seat here. Complete the sentence for me, Mr. Armstrong, because I know you're one of the best in the world at scouting players. I know you saw Giannis before he was Giannis. I know you saw Luca yeah. before he was Luca. Yes. So yeah. I want you yeah. to complete this sentence. Victor Wembanyama is the best NBA draft prospect since. Well, you know, I, I didn't see Will. Okay. Oh, Late wow. Oh, we, we skipping the whole see, way. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't see Kareem. Okay. But I, I, I saw Jordan. And, you know, I had an opportunity to see the, the late Lynn Bias. Um, I was little, but I, I remember Magic and saw him. You know, Victor is probably the greatest prospect I've seen. Better than LeBron. Yeah, it's the, yeah, absolutely, because he's seven four. It's 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 not just the it's not just the 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 athleticism, which is the thing that we are most attracted to, right? So we see young physically gifted athletes and you go he moves like a guard and you know these are all the cliche things he's strong he's you know athletic he's got a 50 inch vertical and all those things okay all right let's get past that bottom line is can you play <laughs> that's a, that's the bottom line okay that's the bottom line can you play right we we know what the formula is for greatness it's big strong and athletic okay this kid is incredibly big right check he's an amazing athlete okay at seven four he moves and plays with a base go wow and the only thing he can't do right now if i'm comparing him to Giannis and Joel Embiid, he's not as strong as those guys, but he will be. You can give him seven, six or seven years, he will be. So he has all of the physical qualities. He's big, he will be strong, and he's athletic right now. Victor is a, if he was in the NBA right now, which he is, and I'm going to say this here, he is in the top five best players in the nba right now wow right right Right, now right now to this day right now to this day right now if we said right now who's the top five players who's he's he's right now he's comfy in that top five he's he's Giannis, Giannis, luca uh jokic Embiid, you know and those guys he's right in there he's he's in there He's in there because of his impact on the game. I watched the, I watched this kid score 37 points the first night, 36 points the second night. And he, he wasn't even, not saying he wasn't trying, but he made it look so easy. He wasn't even, they weren't even running the offense through him and he scored 37 points. Hmm. He was just playing. It was like a nice pickup game for him. He was like, okay, let me just work on my game. 
Like it was, it was, it the, the most amazing, one of the most amazing things you I've seen with him in a long time is you normally start to pump fake and do things as you mature as a player. Here's a guy that's seven four, and he's every bit of seven four. He was pump faking, and I just burst, I just burst out laughing. And one of the guys I was with, one of the scouts, he was like, "Why are you laughing?" I was like, "He's seven four. What is he faking? Like, who can block his shot at eight feet?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just your natural human instinct, though, when you see a pump fake to but, go. But he has an imagination. You can tell that he is prepared for the next move. So when he sees Giannis, when he sees Joel, when he sees Jokic and all of the players who were who will be much bigger and more, he will already be polished enough to utilize shot fakes, pump fakes, and all of those things. And I was like, now, how do you learn that at 17, 18? Because mm. he was bigger, he was faster than everyone on the floor, and there's no need for him to pump fake. Like Shaquille O'Neal, like what does he need to pump fake? He's, he could just go right over the top of people. So I was watching him and I was saying, okay, this who is this kid? But when he comes into this league, and we're just talking about offensively, defensively, Mo, like he'll be, he will be on the downside as good as Rudy Gobert on the downside. Defensively. Defensively, on defensively, the downside, his downside is to be a three-time all-time defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year. Wow. On the down, Mo, on the downside, because wow. he's more athletic, he's more reactive, he's four, at least three to four inches taller, at least three to four inches taller than Rudy Gobert. And the thing about this kid is he plays to the contact. He's not shying away from contact. So I was like, I was really surprised. He'll be that on the defensive end, just, just on just watching him on the defensive end. Offensively, Mo, okay. His touch and left hand, right hand around the rim, wow. His jumper, Mo, is off the charts. <laughs> I saw, I saw the one where he's he's coming to the corner, fading away off the move, drains Mo, the corner Mo, three. Mo, 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 his jumper. Is off the charts. Off Mo, off the charts. When I tell you off the charts, I'm not saying he can just shoot a, a standstill three, a stretch guy. Mo, I saw the man in and out, crossing over, hit you with a would hit you with a shimmy, a little hezzy, and mm. a step back, fade to the three. Mo, he was doing this under what's, duress. What's his game like down on the block, though? Mo, that's the best part of his game. The best part of his game, he didn't even show you. I was watching him. I was watching him in the warm-ups, and I was watching, Mo, the best part of his game is on the post, and his body is not even ready to go and do that on the post. Mm-hmm. Mo, it's, a, it's, it's his own. He will win a championship in the first five years of his NBA career. Probably sooner. Mo, he's that good. Mo, he's that good. This isn't like he's going to be good, or he needs to work on this, or he, like, and you know I love Giannis. And I love Giannis because the G is silent. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. The no, G I in saw Giannis, Giannis is in capital is, letter and it's in bold. He's a okay. G. Yeah, he is a G. Okay. I saw Giannis. And you said he could be. Mm. And Giannis has taken that off. He, he eliminated potential on his name. And he is. Mm-hmm. This kid right now 
is bigger than Giannis. He's stronger than Giannis. He's taller than Giannis. His jump shot, da-da-da, all that better than Giannis at the same age. Crazy. Right. Have you seen, Mo, have you seen he, the pictures of him like standing next to Gobert and he makes Gobert? It's not, that's what I'm saying. Mo, he, I was and, there. The, and, those guys were there in Vegas. Everyone's talking this year about Chet Holmgren. Have you seen the picture of him standing next to yes. Chet Holmgren? He makes Chet look like a he's, child. Mo, he's so big. He's so tall. Like, Mo, you can't double team him because he doesn't even see the double team. He's so tall. Like, you can't double team him. You, like, he doesn't even see the double team. Mo, he was passing as if, like, you know, he was just like, Picking people, he's just picking them apart. He's just I'm looking sorry. at the game. There's no obstruction every time he shoots. He, he just, both athletically, he, he rebounds the ball, pushes it out, rebounds the ball, passes on, on the move. I mean, blocking shots. I was just so, so impressed with him, Mo, that I, 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 I walked out just going, wow, who is he? And then mm-hmm. the most amazing thing happened after the game. My phone rings and it's Ralph Sampson. Hmm. Tell the people for who those don't know. who, yeah, you know, for Let's those who don't know, Ralph Sampson was one of the greatest collegiate players to ever play. To ever play, seven four, and he was well beyond his time because he was seven four, and he was very skilled and he could do things on the perimeter. But back then the game for a seven, four guy wasn't played on the perimeter. And he says something to me, Mo, we got to get him on the show. You got he's got to tell you in his own words. Okay, he okay. said, BJ, if he has any grit, exact words, he will be the greatest player to ever play. Wow. And he played and he played Ralph Samson played, played alongside Ralph played my favorite big man of all time. One of the uh, most skilled, if not the most skilled big of all time, with the best footwork, yeah. the best shot blocking ability, the NBA's uh, all-time leader. In the block, post. Akeem Olajuwon. On the, on the post. Yeah, on the, on the post, Akeem, his footwork and his counters were incredible. But this kid can play with his back to the basket and facing the basket. This kid will be, without question, when you say skill, okay, you're just talking about back to the basket. This kid... Facing the basket, back to the basket, mid-range, low post, like nothing I've ever seen. Like nothing I've ever seen. He, 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 you know, I was trying to nitpick. You know, I was trying to say what's something he, the, the only, the only thing that you can nitpick on is to say he doesn't have a, a 45-inch vertical. He doesn't, he doesn't he jump touch, like He can Vince dunk Carter. without jumping. He can but, dunk but, without but jumping. But you say that, did you see him in the warm-ups? He was here oh, in the he East was, Bay. He, he was going windmill. He was, nah. Oh, he could do everything. There's nothing he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. Like, and he does it with no effort. He has terrific energy. He plays the game with a with an energy, passing. You, you know, he and he's 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 like very he's very unselfish. And I was just so thoroughly impressed with this young man. I was like. I can't wait to see him next year. I really can't. You know, Mo. I told this to I told this to a good friend of mine who's a who's who's an executive in the NBA. I said this is the first player that I can recall that I've ever said the following: he could be Rookie of the Year and MVP of the league in the same year. Crazy, Mo. He could. That's a that's a crazy hot take. Yeah, yeah. He he could be Rookie of the Year, 
MVP of the league and defensive player of the year and defensive player of the year all in the same year in year one, Mo. That's how good he is. He is that good. Now, I don't know what else to say. I'm not, as you know, I'm not a proponent of tanking. I'm not a proponent of any of that. I mean, I mean, the way you're talking, the way you're talking, the way you're talking, I feel to, I feel to call Brad Stevens and say, hey, listen, let's rest Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown this season. Uh, 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 let's no, wait, listen, let's listen, wait for emails to come back. We'll listen, take this kid on our team. No, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. If, if he plays with a Jason Tatum, he'll, he'll win the championship in, in, in two years. Mm. I'm telling you, Mo, Mo, I'm telling you here. You, the only way the league will have a chance against this kid, if he just stays healthy, is you better put him on a team, the worst team in the league, and don't give him another all-star. And he he will get to the conference finals because he's that. But you there when the game slows down, you know how we always say in the playoffs, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. Well, when the game slows down, Mo, he can he can cover space on the defensive end like no one's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he had a couple of blocks where the re- referees have to like huddle up to figure out how did he block it. If he plays, if he goes to a team like Tim Duncan and plays with David Robinson in his it's first unfair. year, it's unfair. Mo, he he will surpass, and I, I'll say it. I'm going to say it. He will surpass Bill Russell, the late Bill Russell. Wow. He, He's so, that so good. He's saying this kid has the potential to be the greatest player to He's ever good. play the he, game of basketball. He, he 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 has the potential, and I don't like saying the greatest, but I'll just say this: he will be in that discussion with his talent and his gifts, because he will have an immediate effect on the defensive end. Mo, the kid made seven threes, and I'm not saying he was hot. He made seven Normal. threes, Mo. And I and the team wasn't even playing through him. I saw a man score 37 points. Then he backed it up, scored 36 points, and they weren't even running the offense through him. He wasn't even like, you know, let's make get him a touch. I mean, he would go like five, six minutes and he wouldn't even touch the ball. Crazy. Because they were just playing. And he just I, I've so, never seen anything like it. So BJ, out of all the teams who currently obviously one team might get injuries and everything might go wrong and they might drop down into the lottery but out of all the teams we know who would i like to see go to? The lottery, who would i like to see who would you like to see okay. yeah if you could control the okay. ping pong balls if, if i could where do you want to see him because i've got one and, okay all right if, if 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 and i hope i hope he doesn't mind me saying this so every team was there every single team was there so i had a chance to see everybody right and when i saw him and i saw him play I immediately thought of Masai in Toronto. <laughs> I was like, this is this is an experiment that Masai has probably been dreaming of because that's, you know, that's all he likes. He just likes long, tall, athletic, positionless players. And I thought, yeah, if he went and played with Spicy, you know, Siakam and... Scott Barnes, OG. Barnes and he... And all of those guys, he fits right in. Mm-hmm. And he's the ultimate player that Messiah has probably been. He he is the point of, guard of your uh, seven foot. <laughs> yes. But, 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 but Victor. But, but the Raptors are going to be ahead. too good. So out of the teams, yes. like the Magic, the Pistons. Let's take the Pistons because I know you're going to say the Pistons. Let's say the Magic, the Pacers, the Hornets, 
um, the Rockets, the Thunder, the Kings, the Spurs. Where do you want to see him go to? Out of all the quote-unquote rebuilding, a.k.a. tanking teams, which one of those would you want to see him on? Well, we're, we're saying, and very rarely does it happen, the team with the worst record gets the number one pick. You know, I remember when Derrick Rose, they had like a – a 1% chance, the Chicago Bulls. Mm-hmm. I would love to see this kid for the basketball business and for the business of basketball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. go to a major market. I would love to see him because I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you live in an NBA city, get season tickets now. Mm-hmm. Because I told this to my kids. And I told this to my wife and my wife is like, she's, you know, like, oh, I say, honey, you want to go to the game with me? And she'll be like, no, I've, you know, I've been to enough NBA games. <laughs> I told her, I said, we are going in the next 15 to 20 years. This is the player that my kids are going to say they saw in their generation. Yeah, this is the player. He's, he's the that, LeBron. He's the Kobe. He's the Jordan. He is. He's going to be the player that everyone's going to say he was, and then you're going to finish it. Mm. Well, he's, he, he's going to be that. So where would I want to see him? I want to see him go to a major market. I really do. I, I just think it's it's better for the business. I, I get However, that. However, I want to see it the yeah. other way around though, because I think he could inject so much interest into a small market team that it just changes the fortunes of not just the team, well, but the entire he, city. Well, he's going to change. He's going to change the NBA. I did what I don't want to happen, Mo. What I this is what I don't want to happen. When you are a phenomenal player, phenomenal player, like they all play in the they all play in the major markets. Mm-hmm. Okay, Magic played in L.A. Bird played in Boston. Michael played in. Well, LeBron played in Cleveland. Chicago. Obviously, yeah, he did. LA, but 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 imagine LeBron in New York. Yeah. Then that could imagine prime LeBron in L.A. Yeah. What I don't want to see, what this is what I don't want to happen because it's not good for our business. When you go to a small market team, at some point, the business is going to pull him to the major market. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, just, that's just what it is. And I'm not all, saying with all. Out of all the bad teams, I'd like to see him on the Charlotte Hornets because they've been so bad for so long this would really change things around for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, at least, like, Indiana have had some conference finals and so have Houston and Utah have, like, contended in the playoffs. But, like, I want to see him on the Hornets. And, like, him and LaMelo together, how fun would the offense be of him and LaMelo? And he can clean up all of LaMelo's mistakes on defense. That's what I would like to see. Whoever you put with him, they're going to be amazing. I want to. I want to play. And, 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 I, I saw. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. You can play with him. You and I right now could win a championship with him. That's a, he's that That's good. Insane. But but I, I will say this: whoever gets him, whoever gets him, and you know, I, I was talking to everyone. I wanted to talk to the coaches. Whoever gets him, he will change the game as you as you currently watching it now. And the reason he's going to change the game is because when you play with him you're going to have to play in a system of play because he is so skilled that you're not going to have to go isolation plays. 
So you know how now you come out of a timeout at the end of the game or you come out of a timeout and you'll get the ball to your best player in isolation. Right now, you know, you, you, you I'm just using him as a, an example right now, LaMelo. There will be no need for LaMelo to ever do an isolation play playing with him. Yeah. Now that's, that's crazy. Hey, he, there, whoever he plays with, there will be no need to have isolation basketball with him because he can catch the ball in an operating area on the post and play as long as there's player movement on the floor with him. You will have to, as one coach said, you will have to have a system of play playing with him that would incorporate because the team is going to have to figure out how to play with this talent. Like playing with the Jordan, everyone's like, oh my God, he's so good. The problem with playing with Jordan, the problem with playing with these incredibly gifted players is when they're, especially they're that gifted, how do you incorporate their talent into the framework of a team so everybody else can play with them? Mm -hmm. Like, what would it be like playing with Jordan and you call an isolation play? Think about that. <laughs> Did you ever get I, I've never. <laughs> no, there was no need. My children, children. Like, okay, I want to get catch the ball and then wave him off and be like, okay, I got this. Like that never happens, and it won't happen with this kid. So, coaches are going to have to. You're going to see. I think you're going to see the game go back to more like ball movement, player movement into a framework of like, like teamwork, because you got to figure out the rest of the team is going to have to figure out how to play with this level of talent. It's not going to be like, well, he's not that good. He is that good. Yeah. And he'll do it on both ends. Yeah. And, and that's crazy. What did you think of Scoot Henderson? the uh, number two ranked prospect in this draft class. Terrific. On the terrific opposite player. He's, 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 he's very strong, very strong, very athletic, explosive, has the ability to finish with either hand at the rim. And, you know, he's playing, he's, he's playing a very difficult position. You know, he's playing in today's game, you know, I don't call it point guards anymore. He's playing a lead guard position. So he's learning how to initiate and do those things. And I think the, the the one thing that I saw with him was learning when to pass and when to shoot. And that's a very difficult thing to have that balance, especially as a young lead guard in this league, especially in the way they play today. I really, you, you, you like his, you, his, he's got a strong body. And this kid will average 20 to 25 points a game right out of the box. Um, has a nice little mid-range, when I say mid-range, you know, he shoots beyond the three, but he looks much more comfortable, you know, free throw line extended and he can get there. He can bump you off. I think he's going to be, a, again, I think he's going to be a terrific player. Now, will he be, you know, he's going to get drafted two, three at the worst. So, you know, that's going to come with a lot of expectations and we can't forget he's still young. I mean, mm -hmm. he's a, he's a young player. So, mm -hmm. But I, I see him being a terrific, he has all of the things you're looking for physically. I mean, he's really, a you know, he's a big man as a young kid. I mean, oh, he's, he's a beast. He's muscly, yeah, he's, muscly yeah. strong, can jump. Athletic, finish at, he finished over the top of you. So, you know, someone's going to get a really good player. I mean, those two guys will, 
really, really change. Take you from a tanking team to a playoff team instantly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not fair to say that with a young guard, but listen, I think this kid will be a 25 point scorer a night. He could be a 25 and eight guy and anyone will take that mm-hmm. on any team. Mm-hmm. And he he definitely will do that because he's that athletic. He's that strong. And he's got a little toughness with him. So I, I really liked him and I, I respected him, but it's just so hard to say anything after watching Victor, because you just saw a transcendent player mm-hmm. that you don't, you only see every 20, 25 years. You don't see this often. So whilst BJ was in Vegas, seeing the future of the league, I was in Abu Dhabi seeing some of the best players currently in the NBA. It was the Milwaukee Bucks led by Giannis up against Ice Trey and the Atlanta Hawks, the new look Atlanta Hawks and something interesting. Right. You know, I started watching the game, the first game, and I said to my friend who I was sitting next to, I said, I'm going to be interested to see how they use Trey and DeJounte in the offense. Because obviously they acquired DeJounte Murray in a trade. And the, one of the first, maybe the first or the second player of the game, DeJounte brought the ball up and they used Trey as a decoy. They set a couple of screens as he cut to the corner. The whole defense turned his head, expecting the pass to be flung out to Trey for a corner three. The lob goes up and John Collins slams down a massive jam. The crowd was going crazy in there. And It's just interesting to me now that the Hawks have more options allowing Trey to play off the ball. So that was exciting. Giannis was obviously Giannis, but he didn't play the second game. So the Hawks won that with ease. But it was great to see the NBA expanding over to the Middle East, you know, getting new fans there. The fans were going crazy when Mm -hmm. uh, Shaq walks into the arena, Vince Carr walks into the arena. And speaking of Shaq... When Mo walked into the arena. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I do want to shout out, okay? I I do want to give some shout outs right here. There were some people out there in Abu Dhabi who came up to me and said, Mo, I love the podcast. Can we take a picture? And it made me so happy. I was, in fact, at brunch. I, I had brunch. I don't usually have brunch, BJ. I was, I was moving bougie. I had brunch. Yeah? Brunch. This is how I know I'm moving up in the world a little bit. I had brunch. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Usually I don't yes, even eat until are, dinner. Man. I had brunch. Right. And I'm having brunch. And I go to the bathroom. And in the bathroom, this guy comes up to me. He goes, are you Mo? I said, yeah. He goes, my friend who I'm sitting with on my table in there loves your podcast. He wants to take a picture, but he doesn't want to interrupt you. I said, my brother, it's never an interruption. It's always love. You got to show love. I show love right back. <laughs> Came and took a picture. Man, it made me so happy that we got uh, international listeners all over the world. Right. So salute to each and every one of you. Whoever you were that took the picture, tag me in it. I want to see what it came out like because that was a wavy brunch. You know what I'm saying? So... We were getting love for the podcast. PJ, we, we got to get out there next year. I know this year didn't happen. Next year, we got to get out there. We got to get we, out we there. We have to. We have to. It's love out there. And, and love the OGs. You know, the NBA bought some of the OGs out there. They bought Shaq. They bought right. Vince. They bought Chris Bosh. Oh, wow. They bought Isaiah. And they brought Dominique. And okay. I've got some exciting news for the listeners. I had the chance to sit down one-on-one with each of them and do a little interview. Oh, wow. So over the course of the next few episodes you're going to be able to hear those interviews. So stay tuned. Nice. You haven't yet subscribed right now. But BJ, something interesting happened when I sat down with Isaiah Thomas, your OG, from back when you were in Detroit. I the said, Detroit Pistons, the Detroit Pistons finest. I said, I said, what up, though, OG? He said, what's good, my brother? Do you know what he said to me before we started the interview? What's that? What did he say? What'd he he said, Mo. Why you not got me on the podcast yet? Oh, he said, he oh! said Mo. He said, Mo, he said, BJ knows I got some fire for you guys. <laughs> so we need to get Zeke on the show. 
We need to get the legendary Isaiah Thomas to come on the show because he's ready. He, when I told him we drop every day, he was like, oh, wow, well, I thought you just did it every week. I said, no, 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 every day. He's like, oh, I got to get on there. So we got to get okay. Isaiah. We got to get Isaiah on the show at some point because he was hype. Okay, done. He was hype. He was hype, ready. He's ready to done. do it. We're going to get it cracking for you guys. Abu Dhabi was a great experience. Shout out to NBA 2K for taking me out there with them. I was out there with some of your guys' favorite influencers, my boys Chunk, Sharky, Darkest, and all of those guys. And we made some content, did some 2K bits out there, which was fun. You guys will see that up on YouTube and stuff. A lot of stuff coming soon, a lot of stuff in the pipeline. So be ready for all of that. BJ, we got more fire to give the people, but that was a great episode. I'm excited already for next season. I'm excited for this season, yeah, I, but I'm I, even I, more season, excited for yes, next season. Right, excited. I, I, you know what? And I, I don't want to look past this season, but you know what? Mo, I am so, I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. And, and somehow, somewhere, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we may never see this type of player again because these are they're always one-offs you know you don't see i mean think about this kareem abdul jabbar scored thirty-eight thousand points with one shot but we haven't seen it again mm-hmm. a player like a bill russell 11 championships wilt chamberlain you know you, you'll see these one-offs jordans you know and in this generation lebron you'll see a 6 8 260 pound you know let me tell you right now we will not see another victor come into this league. Wow. And get ready. Get ready right now, Mo. Right now, you and I have to figure out where this young man is going to be. And we got to get season tickets. We got to learn some wherever French. Wherever he's at. I, I do have to learn French. We got to learn because, a little bit of French. Make him feel at home. You know what? Oh, I, 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 I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bonjour. Bonjour, <laughs> ça va, ça va bien, merci. That's all I know. Don't ask me anything else. <laughs> but it's Victor's world, we're all living in it, but we can't overlook the season because BJ, in just one week from today, mm. we will be doing an episode recapping the start of the NBA season as the Celtics and yes. Sixers go head-to-head on opening night, followed by the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. I'm so excited. We're going to be back on the court. And speaking of on the court, BJ, speaking of on the court, if the OG listeners of the show know the challenge you set for me to play on the court at the All-Star Game in 2024, I may or may yes. not have been putting in some work on the court in Abu Dhabi at the Etihad Arena. And that was crazy for me because I was playing. I did a little training session. Dominique was there. And right. the next day when I went to the game, my friend said to me, Mo, have you just not realized that that basket that Giannis is shooting on, you were shooting on yesterday? I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. So be ready. I'm on the road to returning. The podcast is not going anywhere. BJ and I are going to be here all season long. Do not miss an episode. Thank you to everyone showing love. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. Make sure you leave a rating. Because we'll be back tomorrow morning with another one. BJ, thank you once again for the wisdom. Appreciate your scouting eyes out you. there in Vegas. Oh, let's get it. The road to we are continues. In. Let's get it. Yeah, one week. We are in for, for one a week. I think we're gonna have to answer some fan questions before the season begins. But uh, let's yes. get it, ladies and gentlemen. The season's almost here. You're rocking with the Hoop Genius Podcast. Get NBA 2K23 through the link in our bio. Join the Discord server, and as always, get buckets.